Hey, it's welcome. It's Domain Dave from CheapWineFinder.com. Another wine, a Prosecco, which I always look forward to. It's uh, from Trader Joe's, of course, $7.99. Let me get the bottle because there's a lot of info going on here. Villa Antica. Azolo Prosecco DOCG Superiori Non-Vintage Extra Dry. DOCG Azolo. Um, there's three sections inside of Prosecco. You know, Prosecco's is uh, in Veneto near Venice. They make sparkling wine with the Glara grape. And there's in the center where there's lots of hills the Glara grape likes hillsides. Uh, there's an Azolo is in one of the areas of the foothills of the Alps and it's around a town. It's a small area. It's got the DOCG designation. DOC is the Italian Wine Commission who sets the rules and regulations and DOCG G stands for guaranteed. They're guaranteeing quality. And actually every bottle is uh, numbered, individually numbered. They're not guaranteeing you like it, but the Prosecco, you'll probably like it. I'll take a sip. But this is a $7.99 Trader Joe's wine from one of the DOCG areas. Most of the ones you see is Valdio Beni. That's a, I know that letter, that word has five syllables, and I think I lost three of them, but you get the picture, I hope. I'm going to take a sip anyway. This is one of the small area made to the highest standards and it only costs $7.99. It's one of those things like um, sometimes people say, oh, Trader Joe's doesn't have good juice. It's got this, it's got that. Well, no, this is as good as it gets. I mean, there is vintage dated uh, Proseccos that are maybe higher in status and what have you, but it doesn't get any higher in DOCG from a small area. And I'm not sure if there is a Villa Antica. They might have purchased grapes or had a second um, house make the wine for them. But that's not a bad thing because Prosecco House probably knew what they were doing. The wine tastes great. And it's an easy to drink Prosecco. Tastes it really tastes good. And it's well balanced. Uh, two-thirds of all Prosecco made in Italy. Uh, well, they're all made in Italy. Uh, two-thirds of them are extra dry, which is slightly sweet. And the reason for that, why it, it goes that way, where like in champagne, champagne would be dry or fruit, is that the glaric grape tends to be acidic. And so you have to get the wine a little bit sweet because the acid and the sugar balances a bit. They counteract each other. So you'll get this really wine that's got nice fruit and citrus on the mouth, and it's not ever going to taste sweet even though it's designated as a slightly sweet wine. And that's it. Um, let me go into Prosecco a little bit. We're going into the uh, holiday season where bubbly seems to be more popular, at least for me. There, I just had to wet my whistle to get this going. Like, what's the difference between Prosecco and Champagne? Well, the first thing is Champagne's made in Renaissance technology. Every second fermentation happens inside each bottle. Back in the days, it was all hand done. And the second fermentation lasts for a minimum of 18 months, and with the higher end stuff, way beyond 18 months. 
Prosecco is made with in large autoclaves, which are steel vats with pressurized steel vats, which is industrial age technology, not as uh, not as romantic, but it gets the job done. And whereas it takes at least 18 months in Champagne, it takes a few weeks to a couple of months to get the bubbles incorporated in the wine and in the Prosecco. Uh, another aspect is that uh, the main grape of Champagne is well the Chardonnay and Pinot Noir, two of the six noble grapes. Yeah, the top of the heap. And in Prosecco, it's the Clara grape. And the Clara grape is kind of an odd grape because they don't ever do still wines. The only time the Clara grape shines is when they're uh, making bubbly out of it. I mean, even in even the people in Prosecco don't drink it straight up without without bubbles. So you get a, you know, it's just so it's like all everything is everything's on the champagne side, not much is on the prosecco side until you taste it. And I'll tell you, you know, um, you're sipping on a well, this is seven ninety nine. If you're sipping on a seven ninety nine prosecco or or more expensive, are you happier than you are with the entry level thirty to forty dollar champagne? No, you're you're both happy both ways. But that's just it, you know. Prosecco is just as fun to drink, and it's tasty, and it's got a lot of the things you like. Now, the the pressure in the bottle of champagne is like twice the pressure as Prosecco, but if you ever pop the top of a Prosecco bottle, it's not exactly there's no pressure, uh, pressure. And the bubbles are just fine in Prosecco. They're more, you know, there's more bubbles. You know, champagne is more so. But with champagne, you don't really get into the sublime wines until you start getting kind of uh, expensive. You know, the entry levels are fun. I never, ever turn one down. But Prosecco just drinks right out of the you know, drinks for cheap. You're, you're racking it. And with the Italian commissions, with the DOC and the DOCG and all that, they're making sure you're getting good, good quality to go around the value. So... That's not bad. Um, and the label is kind of black and gold, orange is gold, so it'll work as a Halloween wine. You're not going to find too many bubblies with, uh, with skulls on it. Oh, and by the way, there's a Lincoln Park Wine Festival happening this weekend. I got a, I got a link to it on the chiefwinefinder.com events page. There hasn't been too many wine things lately, but there's one happening. So keep it cheap. Adios. I'll talk to everybody later. See ya. Bye-bye.